And that's why the Navy always wears white. What's going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. Here in Atlanta, Georgia, I am Adam Johnson. Here in Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. So, uh, another week. Another week. We're, what, week, another week, week 13, pretty, 14, something like that. Pretty darn samey. Send it home. Yeah. I, I went into work twice how was so it? far this week. How was that it? was different. Yeah. Break from the norm. Was it, did it feel weird? It still feel, feels weird. Some people wear a mask. Some people aren't like in my case, like I've got like a little office. So I'm just like going in and like doing my thing. And I wash my hands every time I leave my little glass cube. Yeah. And then I go home. That's good. Right. My company um, took a little poll about whether we wanted to be phase one, phase two or phase three returners. Yeah. You, would, you that had been sent out and you're like, I haven't decided yet. So where did you land on that? Phase three. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Um, sounds about right. Cause <clears throat> I mean, I mean, what, what hit the news this week, of course, is that all the numbers are looking bad everywhere. And so um, who knows whether there'll be any kind of phases after, you know, the next week. This so phase. We have no idea what it's any any of it's going to look like. But, um, yeah, I just feel like more time, more time is better. In terms of being Fair. in a closed space, in a room with people sitting where they are, you know. And the company says they're doing good planning about how to have the space be safe, but how good could you sure. do? Right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. This all feels like people don't know what they're doing. Well, we don't, that it's never happened before. Yeah. It's fair. Well, what are you drinking? Uh, this is a, uh, Odin brewing, um, <sighs> tempest in a tulip double IPA. I think it, uh, maybe the same thing I had last week. You have something lovely. Yeah, yeah. What's that? This is uh, the peanut butter whiskey that I got, the screwball mm-hmm. peanut butter whiskey. Um, it's, a, it's a real treat. Oh. It is one of those things where you're like, you can't have too much. We're like, you know, that's how it's kind of like pancakes. Yeah. The first bite, you're super stoked. And then but like by the last bite, you're totally sick of them. Kind of dumb pancakes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there is a sweet spot. And when it's sweet, it is mm. oh so sweet. Very nice. Very nice. I like it. But yeah, it's been my, my treat of, uh, uh, as of recent. So, uh, anything exciting going on in your world? Anything com- coming up? Uh, you know, I have, um, um, uh, the manager at pig pounder has been reaching out to me and talking about their opening up plans and how they want to do music. And, um, uh, have I talked about this on the show before? I'm not sure. Um, not in any, like no deets, well, just kind of. So we have played, indoor there a whole lot of times obviously when the weather's you know to play indoors and we've played out on their patio a bunch of times when the weather's nice so that that outside patio when when the weather's good that is where you want to be because it's it's great out there yeah Um, that's where the people want to be that's where the people want to be there's not a lot of good structure out there for social distancing they have they have tables set up and they're the right distance apart and they've said please don't move them and they are the right size tables and all that's fine but i feel like you get a dance band going and all of that goes out the window so we are not going to be doing it there. Um, she's going to put performers up on the concrete sort of bib of the loading dock that goes into the brewery section of the building that's kind of next door. So it's in that same parking lot area as that patio, but the performers are up whatever loading dock is, four, four, four or five feet, something like that. Okay. Um, 
So that's all right. That's that's pretty good. She tried to get us for a date that um, Tony is going to be out of town. My drummer is going to be be gone for that date, and so we. Yeah, uh, you had mentioned that. Yeah, I had to pass on that. But then we're looking at the next one in um, July, middle of July, about a month from now. Which we, you know, things will either be better or 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 not or worse. <laughs> Those are the three possible trajectories by then. Yeah. And um, so we're we're taking that date, and we'll we'll figure that out. Um, the other thing she said is that she'd like, uh, you know, we, um, Taylor and I, the, the, the acoustic duo were doing Sundays there, Sunday afternoons. And sometimes that really worked and other times it really did not, um, hard to know why. Um, yeah. so she has said she'd like us to come on there on, um, Fridays, okay. um, Friday nights. And I think that's a good move. Uh, you know, I have been there up until now. I spent the last three months there every Friday night doing the live acoustic karaoke thing. Sure. And I think that that as a concept is probably dead um, for at least the, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't see how to do it safely. So I'm sure. not going to attempt it. Um, but that frees up our Friday nights. So maybe, maybe Cold Iron Ray has some regular s- slots in there on Friday nights. And that'd be fun. We'd love to do that. Um, so we're talking about it. The other thing is, um, when, um, this beer that I'm drinking right now from Odin Brewing got delivered yep. by the manager, Brandon, um, the man himself, the man himself. Yeah. Um, to my front door, uh, we chatted just briefly. Um, and, uh, he has now built that stage. He's been talking about building out in his parking lot. Oh yeah. And he says, yeah, we want you on it. Once we can do that, we totally want to throw like a great big come back to life party and have, you know, Great big music on that stage. So that's very exciting. He's He has wanted to be a big um, supporter of music and a big, you know, user of it in his business. And so that's, it's it's great to have that relationship with him still and have that endure. I mean, you know, I've been <laughs> a sponsor of their delivery service. Yeah. I'll, I mean, you know, the unofficial spokesperson. Pretty, pretty much. Well, yeah, you here, there, I've talked about them a lot, but I've also. Yeah, you're like their Robert Goulet, basically. I'm like their, um, yeah, what's the, um, I've lost him, uh, Citizen Kane. Um, Ah, uh, the French wines. There is a California beer that has the same. Is that the, are you talking about like the commercial where he's so drunk, so like he plastered, can't, like, so beyond yeah. plastered? Ah, oh, the French champagnes. If you are listening and don't know what I'm talking about, you just have to Google this. It's yes, Google Orson Welles champagne commercial. Oh it is. It's, it's magical stuff. It's unreal. Yeah, yeah. So well, so. How about you? Anything? Is there anything concrete on it in the future? Like you have a date set, or is that still all kind of up in the air? Not at all. Like, what's the? No, it's still up in the air. It's still up in the air. Okay, we'll see about we'll see about all of it. And I've never had the the full band there. If it's only ever done the acoustic there, so right. Um, so it'll be. I've introduced him to the band. We I had him drop by one time, but uh, never never played. So, how about you? Anything? Any big news for you? Um, not about big news. Lots of like little interesting things. Mm. Um. I picked up a gig at the winery by my house. Yes. Um, that is this Saturday. And that's another one of those situations where they've got a, a stage that's away from everybody else. Mm. And like, you know, even if I was, you know, full blown COVID and I was coughing my face off, there's nobody in that 30 foot radius around the stage typically. Cause there's, you know, yeah. I mean, it's a farm, so there's, you know, places to sit and, you know, there's seating. You can bring your own seating. There's like horses and goats and you, you name it. It's lots of walking around stuff. And, and I'm just there, you know, playing, playing wallpaper. So well, the horses um, and goats walk around you. Good. Do what? Are the horses and goats walking around you? Well, well, that's all. Happening. Um, if the goats get out, yes, nice. they will be. Nice. If, when the goats get out, it's just, you know, they don't care. 
they'll, they'll come up on stage. I mean, totes my goats. They are goats. That is what they do. Um, so I've got that coming up and, um, the band is kind of opening up the channels of communication mm-hmm. about how things are going. So, uh, we're already kind of prepping for stuff, uh, for this July event. You know, we're going full steam ahead, like it's going to happen. So, uh, we got that going on. Um, funny, the funny thing that happened to me this week is that I got a call from my buddy, John Bailey at orange. Um, he's my guitar tech, but, um, they are, he's been, he's, he's doing these product demos for gear fest, which for those of you who don't know, Sweetwater gear fest is a big event. that happens every single year. Yep. Well, they're not having it like in person in meat space. They're doing a virtual gear fest. Right. Um, you know, for, for OEMs of music gear, that would typically mean they would, you know, set up a booth and they'd have people come in and they'd have these, they'd hold demos or whatever. Um, but they're not doing that. So all of these product demos had to be done with video and audio. Um, and so on Sunday I get this, I get a text and he's like, Hey man, you got any of that camera stuff lying around? I was like, yeah. And apparently the, um, the gear that he had just wasn't, wasn't really getting him where he needed to go. So, uh, in a, you know, fourth quarter move, he came, picked up all of my camera gear, which I was grateful to get back because we, you know, we have to shoot this, uh, every single week, but it was kind of fun. Um, so I, I, in some way, helped them out for GearFest. So That's good. if you see any orange demos from GearFest, just know your old boy here wouldn't happen without him. Supplied the gear. I love it. I love it. I, and he was like, hey, man, I owe you. I was like, no, you know, we'll figure something out. I'm sure I'll have a body to bury at some point. He's also got a 73 and a 78 Fender. He's got a Tele and a, and a Strat. And I was like, maybe like a 78 Strat. Yeah. I mean, no big deal. Well, we'll, we'll talk about yeah. it later. It's not a big deal. No big deal. Um, which, you know, we'll have to see. Uh, I don't think I'm getting any free gear. But it's always nice. And here's something. Just tuck this away. Always be in a situation to help other people that, you know, have cool things going for them. It will never hurt you to be nice to those people. That is very and true. And to go out of your way to help That's them. very true. That's very true. A little business tip yeah um and then other than that like i got some new sunglasses for the you know for for gigs whenever that happens um i think mike schulte sent that uh the gear that i had i had ordered their merch uh a while back that's coming it should be in the mail um and then the other thing was a weird business thing that popped up so for those of you who are not kind of in the like aren't keeping up with like quote unquote industry news. There's been a lot of um, speculation about what like the concert industry looks like over the next year. So um, the big story that's come out uh, over the past couple of days is that, that, you know, live nation is talking about adjusting guarantees and that maybe like they're trying to put more of the onus uh, of these shows going off on the artists versus them. And for those of you who don't understand what Live Nation has basically done, like they now are more of like a real estate holding company (laughs) beyond anything. So they own all of these venues all over the country. And now they're just sitting on paying rent for these properties that they can't use. And so as a way to kind of mitigate their uh, financial situation, they are trying to, you know, push the risk and push that onto the artist. So um, not a great, not a great, you know, piece of news to get this week. 
um, on top of all the other ter- like horrific news that is going on. Right. Um, but in the midst of that, you know, what that typically looks like, you know, for, for concerts and stuff. And I was hearing a lot about it with comedy and comedians is that, you know, basically everybody is going to drop a tear whenever stuff opens back up. Hmm. So, um, arena bands would, are, are going to be playing theaters and theater bands are going to be playing clubs and club bands are going to be playing, you know, maybe nowhere. Yeah. Um, and you know, for, for guys like us, that's also going to affect us in, in a number of other ways. Um, so I got a, a phone call from, uh, some guys who all run, you know, wedding bands in the area. And we're kind of like, why don't we like, would you be up to kind of joining forces That's cool. And put something together. So, you know, at this point, the the whole intent is to basically take the best pieces of all of these different groups, put them together into a quote unquote, calling it a super group is ridiculous because nobody is that (laughs) that implies that people are famous beforehand and we're not. Um, But kind of put a seven to eight piece package together that we could push for at a higher price point and kind of collectively, you know, share resources, pool our stuff and, and see if something like that could help, you know, certain bands level up. It's really creative. And in this case, I don't have any reason to say no, because there is no business and I don't know what the, what it looks like. You know, we basically, as of right now, my commitment has been filling out, um, a Google sheet (laughs) works. And so, I mean, I've, I've put some sweat equity into it up to this point, but we'll just have to see what happens. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting to kind of like, I feel like we're just kind of coming out of hibernation. It's like the gears are moving and they're not moving fast, but like, you know, at least where I am, like it's time to start dusting yourself off and, and looking, looking forward. Right. Right. Which gets us right into the, looking around. the topic. Yeah. For today. Did you like how I worked that in? It was so good. Sometimes we have the subject or the topic before we start, and other times we just kind of make it up. Mm, we arrive at the topic empirically. Absolutely. I just happen to just hop right into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Big thanks to everybody who has tuned in on the live stream. We're having all kinds of new, unique faces. So thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. That's and yeah. So what do what do you what do you think about that? Well, um, what of what minds are you? So, a couple things. Um, I still think it's awful hard to plan anything right now because of all the uncertainty. But setting that aside, let you know we'll just join the club of pretending we're certain. Yes, because that appears to be the move it. right now, right? Um, um, you know, the, standing up a uh, a booking operation again, like I had six months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, is is going to take a lot. And and I think that there's, um, I already have the relationships in place that I would use for that inside my gig, my, my bar work. Um, so I I don't think that that's going to be that tricky, but, um, you know, we had some traction starting to happen in the private market that I think that market is entirely dead. I think there's nothing happening there. I think, um, you know, the wedding we were going to play, those guys handled it in front of a justice of the peace. They're going to have a party at some point, but they've actually, they've moved out of the, the state now that his job yeah. moved and they're gone. So that's not happening. Um, and a bunch of other things, you know, I think, I think that there is a way that we could, 
um, invent a market for backyard parties. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think you're kind of something to just consider is that, yeah, I think your corporate, your corporate events toast, toast. we're done toast. for the year at minimum, at least, um, weddings, maybe you might be able to squeeze a certain kind of wedding out depending on what kind of band you are and maybe. what you, what kind of music you play. Maybe. But I think the, the backyard parties, the birthday parties, like the, you know, higher end gatherings of less than 50 people at a private space, I think is going to be the go-to. I think so too. Move for most guys. Yes, yeah, I think so and too. And gals. I think so too. In this season. I think so too. And I suspect that there'll be a whole lot more um, sort of acoustic and small combo business than full band. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of the physical challenges of that space. And also, um, you know, it's less risky in terms of compromising social distancing for people to, for it not to be big energy dance music. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's part of it. I think the other thing that, um, uh, <laughs> so Taylor and I played this one gig two weeks ago. Um, yep. and, um, we're, we're now, that was my one sort of gap in ha- being carefully, you know, socially distanced and safe at yeah. home and all that stuff. And we're now two weeks past it. So I'm clear that I'm healthy. Um, but you know, I was watching the calendar a little bit. Um, yeah. the, uh, it was amazing how much we hit the ground running and how much of our performance was still in our muscle memory. Mm-hmm. Um, how much we still had the harmonies in our souls. <laughs> you know, we didn't, we did have one rehearsal on my back deck and we just, Prove to ourselves that we could still do this thing and went yeah. did it pretty darn great actually. Um, the uh, gear setup was not still in my muscle memory. I had to think about where yeah. everything plugged in, so that was interesting. Um, and you know, I think I think there is in terms of performance, in terms of standing and delivering music. I would bet that those of us who've done it a while won't miss a beat there. I bet we'll fall right back into the same set list and the same stuff. But I don't know about you. I have learned a lot of new songs in the last three months, like a lot of new songs. And it's going to be interesting to see um, how that meshes with my bandmates, new song learning uh, and, and what we bring to it. You know, um, I suddenly would really love to do um, just the two of us, Bill Withers. Yeah. Um, we already do a couple of a couple of his. We do um, "Lovely Day" and um, um, uh, uh, "Use Me." Use Me. Use Me. Yeah. Thank you. Took me a sec. Um, yeah, I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to bail you out on that. One. No, no. Did you? Would you? Especially when you started singing. Could you have? I don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know that's uh, all right. All right. Well, so the point is that. Um, um, <laughs> you know, those conversations that you have when you first start a band, when everybody's getting together and kind of feeling out each other's repertoire and what are we going to play and how about we do this and how about we do that? I think we're in for some of those conversations. I think, yeah, I think the sort of um, steady state of our set list with, you know, 10% rejigger every show or, or less, mm-hmm. honestly, um, is probably due for a pretty big rejigger. And I, that, yeah. I think that's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. I think for us, like right now, so we're, we're trying to get the set list for this event, the municipal event finalized so that we can just go ahead and start hashing it out. Yeah. You know, for us, like for, for a, a band that like does a certain kind of thing, like we do, it's not as hard. Like we're, what we were, 
we had the first conversation we had was like, what are the songs we have to play? Because they're just are always going to be those songs, and especially like in our realm with the eighties thing. Like there's just songs that you've got to play. Totally. Um, and, and there actually is a, a finite of, number of pop songs from the eighties. You know, that, those, yeah. that constraint is helpful that way. Well, yeah, but the, the, it's finite, but it is also like intensely like vast. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. But yeah, it gives you at least a framework. Yeah. So, you know, I, you know, if we're, we got to play Don't Stop Believing. We got to play Video Kill the Radio Star. Right. We got to play X, Y, and Z. And so for us, like you've got the, you've got the, you know, God tier, let's say. Um, but then you've got this kind of like B squad, C squad deal that are, are still like great songs, but may, you know, kind of come and go. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're, we probably want to add, I would say at maximum, probably three new tunes. Um, but the other thing that we're talking about is kind of like ways that we can take what we're already doing and like add some stuff. Like here's a good example. Um, Amber found this eighties playlist on Apple music and it, a lot of it is like alternate cuts. Hmm. So maybe it's not just the like the radio edit. Maybe it's like the seven inch cut or the 12 inch cut. Fun. And so what I've, what we found is, is like a couple of these, not a couple, like a fair amount of the songs that we play, they have these longer versions or these different beginnings or different endings. Mm-hmm. And you're like, huh? So how can we imp- implement that? Like, um, the, the most interesting one is um, Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me. You know, for those of us who grew up listening to that song on the radio, whatever, the intro is bah, just that snare hit. Yeah. But there are two longer versions, both of which have these long extended drum intros that are, you know, just kind of that beat, which is iconic in itself, but not quite as iconic as just snare hit. Yeah. Um, but for us, like it would be, it, it's a cool way to kind of like transition from song to song that, you know, we could do like a two to four bar drum fill mm-hmm. before the band comes in. And so like I sent that to everybody as like, this is happening. Like it's, you know, consider it changed. Yep. And so we're, we're going through um, the rest of our tunes kind of with like a fine tooth comb trying to figure out, you know, those kinds of things. It's good. That's good. But yeah. I mean, I feel like we're kind of getting back into that mode, getting into the, you know, we have to start thinking about nuts and bolts. It's not just these kind of nebulous topics or, um, for sure, you know, but like for, but for you, you're kind of in the opposite situation where you want to kind of, you want to kind of zoom out because, you know, the Lincoln's being a bit more of an open idea, Mm -hmm. you know, you do have to have more conversations around that. Like for us, it's like, all right, three songs and new starts and ends, like not much to it, but like you guys have to be like, all right, so are we going to go in this kind of, R&B route? Are we going to be looking more towards what's going on on top 40 right now? Like, you know, you guys have some questions to answer. We do. And we, and that is the thing with being a wide open sort of general purpose cover band. Um, especially one like us who we sort of committed to diversity. We really, mm-hmm. you know, took on having a really broad range of covers happen within one show. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> I will say I've, my, my six year old has made me watch trolls enough times. I'm pretty sure that, uh, uh, can't stop the feeling. It's going to have to happen. It's going to have to. Gonna we have did to it. Happen. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's a good one. People, people like it. Yeah, I've been kind of working it up acoustic. I think it'd be fun to do acoustic. Um, it's easy. Yeah, nothing. There's not a lot to it. Nope. Um, and then who knows what? I mean, there, there are, there are um, really great old R and B and funk things that we've wanted to tackle for a while. Um, and it really is an opportunity to do that. I mean, you know. 
like like we said for however many weeks it's been now, what else are you doing? <laughs> May as well work up some really cool new stuff. So the funny thing is, like after doing the uh, that darkness cover, like there's a part of me that's like, man, I just want to start up a uh, classic rock band again. Yeah, and like we've already discussed that you know these markets need another classic rock band like a hole in the head, right. but should it be fun? Even just just to get an excuse to you know do those kinds of tunes. Right. So right, right. Yeah. Well, it could be another another brand of the. I just can't. No. Just can't. No. But you know, I, I I do I am looking kind of down uh, the pipeline, and there there's still some kind of I may have the opportunity to flex that muscle, um, helping out some other guys. Cool. Um, the the Skinner gig that was supposed to be uh, in Florida didn't. It's not happening. Yeah, bummer. Yeah, so that happened, and then um, the some of the other stuff that like the so like we were supposed to go to Florida next week to play in Destin at this club. Um, and they canceled. It's fine. Sure. But then like I, <laughs> I go on their website and the concert series that they canceled our show is, is starting back up and it's starting back up the very next week that we're, we are not playing. It. Yeah. Um, so I sat on that for 24 hours and then sent them an email and was like, Hey, you guys canceled our show, but like, got any, got any other dates maybe? Yeah. But, no, we're back. Yeah. <sighs> it's just the year of years, isn't it? It really is. It really is. Let me just, I, I do need to say something. Scotty apparently joined the live stream. Scotty's supposed to be playing at a venue from like, I think seven to 10. Hmm. Like, aren't you playing right now, bro? Just saying. I mean, and if so, we're on. Maybe he can't respond. Maybe it's slow. Who knows? Wow. But thanks, uh, thanks guys again for tuning into the live stream. For those of you listening, we um, do have people kind of coming and going, but uh, we are here for you mostly, podcast That's people. Right. That's right. I think our- we did say that um, we kind of feel like looking at each other as we build the thing helps the rhythm of the audio version of this. So, oh, 100%. Uh, yeah. So, we're, you know, we're kind of committing to doing a live stream and then putting it on YouTube and also putting it out as a podcast. I think the, 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 many pronged approach to distribution is a, is a helpful thing. I don't know. Those of you who can see the, um, who can see the live stream or watching on YouTube right now, notice my swoopy transitions. Check it out. Swoopy. Woo. Oh, it's the swoopiest. Oh, it's so cool. Those of you listening on audio, of course, can't see any of my swoopiness. Yeah. So maybe you can add some like whoosh sounds. I might add whoosh sounds. In post. I might not. <laughs> we'll, by the time, by the time listeners get to this part of the podcast, we'll know whether I did that or not. It's true. Well, you know, I, I think there's a part of me that's kind of optimistic because I am starting to see a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel, at least for certain things. I, I, I feel like I've got a pretty good handle on what to expect. And if things come along that are bigger than that or different than what, you know, I've kind of put up, put in my mind, I, I'm, I, I will welcome those things. We've gotten pretty good at rolling but, with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like as I mean, a, it, and not just you know in our community here, like as a culture, I feel yeah. like we're <laughs> we're better able to weather stuff than yeah maybe we were six months ago. I hope that's so. I mean, I, I don't know. I think for the time being, like playing acoustic gig every now and then, just kind of keep keep limber. Yep. Um, works perfectly fine by me. Um, Dave Turner just uh, dropped in. Great work, guys. Gigs are getting rebooked now. Hope's the same for you. It's kind of where we are. Yep. 
Um, and then new stuff, like I said, you know, I, I wasn't really looking at doing a bunch of acoustic stuff, but it was just good timing and, um, you know, the opportunities are, are there. So, you know, if, if I feel like I can handle the risk and it doesn't feel like a big, you know, a big leap to do so, you know, I'm, I'm definitely game to do that. Just get out there, talk to people. Yeah. I find like my stage banter and just kind of like the general like ness <laughs> of my, uh, my shows has has actually been elevated because I think I'm just so hungry for interaction. Like oh. I feel more compelled to God, do that. Yeah. That show two weeks ago, like I was, I was such a needy little, you know, yeah. I finished a song and they'd clap and I'd be all, Oh, they, they're clapping for me. You know, I don't feel like I was doing that, but I definitely talked in between songs a lot more than I normally would. Yeah. Just as a just because it was like, hey, people, hey, let's people. let's see what that's all about. Yep. yep. All right. So I told a joke uh, two weeks ago. I don't think I told you about this. Oh, yeah. Um, in between songs. So I'm playing. My partner Taylor is. Uh, she's 20, and she is ridiculously cute. And um, so we finished a song. The room applaud. Thank you so much for Cold Iron Ray. It's Taylor Cold Iron. I'm Dan Ray. As you can tell, she is the talent. I'm the eye candy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty good. We, I broke them up. It was good. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. It's a good joke. It's a joke. I mean, I mean it's a joke, but I got a <laughs> laugh on stage. And so I'm going to be telling it every time I'm on stage from now on. So that's, uh, yeah. that's how that works. I'm sure she'll never get to never, hearing never, that one. Never. never, never, never. You got any, um, got any cool gear? Any, anything down the pipeline? Anything that, uh, did you end up getting rid of like all of your, your interface? No, I have them on the shelf for when this one Inventory. dies. Although interestingly, the old one who, that crapped out, um, mm-hmm. it used to need to be directly connected to the USB-C of the MacBook to get to mm-hmm. have its power be stable. Otherwise, I couldn't, if I, at this moment, you know, trying to use it for audio and also use the USB bus to record to my SD drive, yeah. um, it would be bre- popping in and out and losing its um, signal and uh, it'd be bad. But this one has been rock solid. So maybe uh-huh. I just had a bad unit from Jump. I, like, I mean, apparently, because it lasted me like yeah. three weeks before it, it died. It, it wasn't a good one. It was clearly not a good one. <laughs> so, um, so, but I have those other ones on the shelf. I have another focus, right? And it's a, um, the one whose name I couldn't come up with, it's now across the room, but I can't see it from here because oh, well. I'm too old. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, and then I don't really have any other, um, oh, I do have one thing. What you got? He's rooting around. Those of us who use iPads, Yes. First of all, no shame in the game. I, nope. um, I'm too old to see across the room, and I'm too old to remember lyrics. Um, the thing you don't want to do that completely destroys the illusion that you are remembering things is to reach down and touch it and scroll it as you – Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Color me guilty. Oh, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. So what you want is a Bluetooth page turner. And yeah. I used to have a two-pedal one called um, Stomp. It was a Stomp. And then – its battery connection died and it got, got flaky. So this is an AirTurn BT200S4. It's got four pedals. And I have them set up to, um, well, my it's like right. page up, page down. Page up, page down, scroll. song up, song down. Yeah. And so when I had just two pu- buttons, it was only, I could only go down, which is mostly what you want to do. But sure. having four, being able to back up a page or, or whatever is, is handy. And, and that has been a good thing. It charges um, with a nine volt plug. Like a DC plug? DC plug. Or AC. Yeah. yeah. And it comes with a plug that goes, it's that to USB. So it's uh-uh. it's really, whatever it is, 5.2 volts or whatever USB is, 
into this nine volt looking jack. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when the battery's fully charged, it lasts 300 hours or something. It's ridiculous. Like it's like a lot of hours. It's a lot of hours. I charged it once and I do not anticipate charging it again for a good long time. Um, and what app are you using for, um, for charts? Band helper. Okay. Yeah. And so with band helper, is it full pages? So it's like page one and then you hit the button and it switches to page two. That's the default. It's uh, not I mean, so much it's, like a scrolling. No, it, it does. It scrolls up by a page, by a page depth. But an entire page. Yeah. Although you can, you can go into the body of the song and put marks in it and make it scroll mm-hmm. to those marks. The markers. Yeah. Um, I haven't. Cause like for some songs, like you don't really need to see the whole thing for sure. you to see, you know, where are the chords for the bridge and then, you know, how do you get out of it? Yeah. Yeah. And I'd like to have, um, you know, it has a section for chords and a section for lyrics. And I like to populate the chord section because that sticks at the top of the page. Yeah. And then the lyrics kind of floats underneath that. And a lot it's of times- one thing I, I never f- got right about Band Helper was, was setting those up in a way that like worked. Yeah. The way I needed it to. That, that layout design stuff is, is really, it's complex. Um, you know, he just brought out a version for the Mac desktop. Yep. I did see that. Uses the- And- Go ahead. We completely, like, we lapsed on our membership. Oh. And- well, it was like a, a month or so ago, and I was just kind of like, "Who needs to pay for that?" Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we are kind of debating on that. I did finally, huh? I put a I put a full set of tracks into Ableton. I finally figured out the workflow. Nice. Um, so, you know, I don't know if it's going to get done between now and then, and I, I still think we'll end up. I mean. My and my band's experience with Band Helper has been long documented on this uh, <laughs> yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. Um, not everybody loves it, um, and I feel like part of that is uh, a familiar a familiarity thing, a workflow thing. Right. But also, it's like we could be using it better, and so maybe it's time to put the effort in and kind of learn. Well, let me you tell know, you the, the cute thing that I did with it. Um, thinking about live streaming because I still have some plans around that. I used the desktop version of Band Helper mm-hmm. and I made a layout that has a song list that's only two songs tall. Okay. And as I page through it with my pedal connected to my Mac as a Bluetooth keyboard, which is really what it is, it's sending a yeah. right arrow and down arrow and left arrow and whatever, and, and the app is catching those things. So I'm paging through that and it's scrolling inside this two song tall song list. It's a much, yeah. much longer set list, right? But it can only show two songs at a time. And then I have OBS cutting that out so I can float it over me playing and show like playing now, playing next. Oh, okay. Right? That's cool. It seems like fun. I haven't uh, actually deployed it on the live stream yet, but, um, you know. Yeah, it's definitely a, th- a thing to consider. thing to consider. Um, you know, I, I'm going to be doing... Uh, a live streaming 2.0 video because like it's funny you know we did the YouTube video with my live streaming rig and it has completely changed <laughs> I'm not using you know really I'm not really using any of the things that I was using before right. the only thing that I'm a little on the f- uh, fence about is that uh, my company Presenter actually are, we now can stream directly within the app. The only thing that it can't do that OBS can do is the whole chroma key situation. Right. So if I was in a space and had a nice background and didn't need that, um, I could actually do all of that from within one app. And um, 
the the functionality is really great and it's also way less resource hungry on the computer mm. and it also allows you to do the like the multi so you can stream and record to two different sources that's simultaneously good. it's a really cool setup that's good I have decided that I'm happy with my colored lights as my background. I no longer feel like mm -hmm. I need to do the green screen. I, I feel like I've made it, my environment look cool enough behind me that I'm happy. Yeah. Happy with it as it depending is. on the time of night that we are doing this, um, anywhere else doesn't really make sense. I, though this week I, I was considering like, if you could take a picture, like a screenshot of your office, mm -hmm. just as is, I could put that as my backdrop. <laughs> and it looks like we're both like coming from the, I thought that was funny. Yeah. I'll just take mine and I'll mirror Im image it. Like, and what it literally looks like we're in the same room. Yeah. Just like on opposite sides. Yeah. Or you could, you could send me your pre chromaed video and I mm -hmm. could chroma it onto the left side of me. You could. We could be sitting in the same it, space. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> it's closest we've been. Nobody frequently. wants Whoa. that. Yeah. Nobody does. And that's okay. That is. Well, guys, I, I don't know about you. I'm excited. I've got I've got a show to get ready to to put together. Um, trying to come up with some new tunes. I, I don't typically throw in more than three or five per new date, but it, doing it in that kind in those kind of chunks gives you the ability that gives you the ability to um you know switch things up and kind of push things out and keep things fresh. So um, I, I need to start digging into that for Saturday. Uh, a couple of like. It's always like the the mix between doing the stuff that you want to do versus doing the stuff the audience will like. <laughs> That's always kind of like, like I just all of a sudden became really obsessed with like '90s country. Wow. I don't know why. It all just right. feels nostalgic. Yeah. And um, so I learned "Love Starts Slipping Away" by. Um, hmm. Oh no, I can't think of his name. Uh, Heard in my head. Uh, Vince Gill. Yeah. Um, and. I don't know if anybody wants to hear that song. I just wanted to like <laughs> learn it. Yeah. And so maybe, you know, maybe, maybe that's, that's the move. And I start doing, you know, my Maria, just old Brooks and Dunn tunes or something. Maybe. I don't really have much of a, I don't have a good country voice. That's the only thing. Yeah. And Cause I, you have, you gotta have you the have voice to kind of go for it. You gotta have the voice. You gotta dig into it. And then I, I just don't have the background in it. I mean, I listen to classic rock in the car every day from my youth. And that is what imprinted on me like a, baby chicken and uh uh country not so much I, for me it was just like when we drove around in um you know in like the family car that was just like what my parents like to listen to and it wasn't like offensive or whatever so that's just what i didn't like it <laughs> but like that's what you were stuck we with. were we were we had a we had a friend over at the house and like i just put on like a 90s country playlist and i was like yeah. It was, it just, it just like, it just worked. Yeah. And so like, you know, having these weird like flashbacks and I was like, I remember my mom liking that strawberry wine song a little too much. Mm. Just always kind of felt weird. And then, you know, just all of those classic songs and, you know, it's, it's just kind of, that's, that's one of those things that's just nostalgic to me. Um, reminds me of growing up. It's good. You know, and then when I get home, I'd like, I'd listen to Silverchair or whatever. <laughs> you know, when I was uh, very, very small, my parents listened to the um, Carol King album Tapestry in the car, just mm -hmm. endlessly, nonstop. They liked to have like one thing that they listened to forever. Yeah. And that was it. And I enjoyed it and I knew it when I was, you know, that tall. And, um, and then I came across it 
in my young adulthood somewhere and put it on and honest to God, knew every word, knew every note, mm-hmm. could hum the whole thing. It was, and I hadn't heard it in 20 years. Yeah. So that stuff, you know, it, 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 it buries itself deep. It sticks with you. Yeah, it really does. And I challenge any one of you to turn on, maybe it was Memphis and not feel. Yeah. Cause you're gonna, Yeah. it's in there. Yeah. Maybe it was Memphis, you guys. It might have been. Maybe it was just Southern Summer Nights. Okay? Just think it over. That's all I'm saying. Maybe it was you. Stranger things have happened, frankly. Maybe it was me. But it sure felt right. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I think that's a good one to end it. I would say. Guys, uh, thanks again for uh, tuning in. For those of you who are new here, we have over 100 episodes at this point. And you can find us at all the lovely places that uh, our kind friend Daniel will explain as soon as we wrap up here. Pre-recorded Dan. We'll tell you about that in a minute. He's a good guy. He does all right. I always liked him. He does all right. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, don't listen to them. Anywho, I think, you know, Dan and I have been talking. I think episode 100 is coming. It is. I think we are, we're, we're almost there. I think so. So be on the lookout for that. It's for those of you just works. catching up. We we skipped episode 100 because it was it came at a time that the world was not ready to celebrate a milestone like right. that, and neither were we. And and, uh, and at this point, I think we've either gotten to the point where we need to talk about something or think about anything. Yep, that it's probably the right time to do. Yep, that. I think so too. So be on the lookout for that. But once again, thanks for tuning in. I hope that you are staying safe. That if you uh, can work and you want to work that you are working and that it's fun. And if you ever need anything, hit us up, coverbankconfidential, gmail.com, join the group, do all the things. But other than that, I'll go ahead and call it for this week. From Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. From Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Wright. You've been listening to the Coverbank Confidential Podcast, episode 108. Have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. If you want to help us, be sure to share us with your friends, follow us on social media, and if you haven't already, please leave a review for us on the podcast platform of your choice. Facebook.com slash CoverBandConfidential, Instagram at CoverBandConfidential, and Twitter at CoverBandConfid. If you have any questions, please email us at CoverBandConfidential at gmail.com, and consider supporting us on Patreon, Patreon.com slash CoverBandConfidential. And for more info, check out www.CoverBandConfidential.com.